Welcome to our time of prayer and reflection for Sunday the 27th of September. It's the 16th Sunday after Trinity and today we'll be following our special readings and prayers for harvest time and in particularly the theme of the Jubilee. Let us pray. We are formed in the image of the Creator who is a community of love. We find life in the name of the Redeemer, who reconciles all of creation. We are shaped in the presence of the Life-Giver, who inspires new life and renews it. Amen. We now hear a song of harvest praise. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation.
Leviticus 25 verses 1 to 7. The Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai saying, Speak to the people of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land that I am giving you, the land shall observe a Sabbath for the Lord. For six years you shall sow your field, and for six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in in their yield. But in the seventh year there shall be a Sabbath of complete rest for the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. You shall not sow your field or prune your vineyard. You shall not reap the aftergrowth of your harvest or gather the grapes of your unpruned vine. It shall be a year of complete rest for the land. You may eat what the land yields during its Sabbath, you, your male and female slaves, your hired and your bound labourers who live with you, for your livestock also and for the wild animals in your land. All its yields shall be for food. Imagine a world where you are commanded to rest. Not advised, but commanded. It's not too hard to imagine for most of us because Sunday trading is a relatively new development. Sunday Trading Act was in 1994. This is a reminder that the rules of the world we live in are not static, but changeable. And that when they sometimes differ from the rules of life as set out by the creator, they can be changed again. Imagine this world where a Sabbath rest is commanded, not just for us, but for the land. This world where the need for the good earth, the soil beneath our feet, the source of all our food and goodness, is given time to rest and renew. Imagine this world driven by the wisdom of the Creator, proven wisdom through the ages of farming. Harvest gives us space to reimagine our world being like that. Harvest invites us to do all we can to follow this wisdom in our own lives, on our own land. Psalm 104 Bless the Lord, O my soul. All creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you open your hand, they are satisfied with good things. You have made the moon to mark the seasons. The sun knows its time for setting. You make darkness and it is night, when all the animals of the forest come creeping out. The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God. The sun rises and they steal away. They return and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to their work, to their labour until evening. From your lofty home you water the mountains. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow between the hills, giving drink to every wild animal. You cause the grass to grow for the cattle and plants for people to use, to bring forth food from the earth, wine to gladden the human heart, oil to make the face shine, and bread to strengthen the human heart. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. All creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time. When you open your hand, They are satisfied with good things. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. Amen.
Leviticus 25 verses 8 to 12. You shall count off seven weeks of years, seven times seven years, so that the period of seven weeks of years gives 49 years. Then you shall have the trumpet sound loud. On the tenth day of the seventh month, on the day of atonement, you shall have the trumpet sound throughout all your land. And you shall hollow the fifteenth year, and you shall proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you. You shall return every one of you to your property and every one of you to your family. The fifteenth year will be a jubilee for you. You shall not sow or reap the aftergrowth or harvest the unpruned vines, for for it is a jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You shall eat only what the field itself produces. Imagine a world where once in every generation there is a wonderful festival in which every single person in the land is set free. Those whose fortunes have declined over the past years, who found themselves cast adrift by the circumstances of life, each and every one of them come home. Imagine a world where the restoration of each and every person's life is built into our pattern and our ways. Harvest gives us space to reimagine our world being like that. Harvest reminds us that God creates us for celebration and renewal. Harvest invites us to bring a little jubilee into our lives. Let us pray. We praise you, O God, for the earth that sustains life through the planetary cycles of days and seasons, renewal and growth. You open your hand to give all creatures our food in the proper time. In your wisdom, you gave a Sabbath for the land to rest. But these days, our living pushes the planet beyond its limits. Our demand for growth and an endless cycle of production and consumption are exhausting our world. The forests are leached, the topsoil erodes, the fields fail, the deserts advance, the seas acidify, the storms intensify. Humans and animals are forced to flee in search of security. We have not allowed the land to observe a Sabbath, and the earth is struggling to renew. And so we confess. We confess our demand that the earth produce beyond its limits and our bondage to desire more. For you tell us the land must rest free from the burden of overproduction. We confess our vicious consumption of food and energy. For you call us to pause from sowing, pruning and reaping in ways that destroy the soil. We confess our lack of trust that we can thrive within the earth's limits. For you assure us that we can be filled from the yield of the land. We confess our lack of imagination to resist the myth of endless growth. For you affirm that our security is found in enough We confess to thinking of creation as given rather than as a gift. For you tell us that the land must not be sold permanently because the land is yours and everything in it. We confess our failure to share what we receive from the earth. For you call us to leave enough fruit on the vine and in the fields to feed our neighbours, animals and replenish the earth. We confess our lack of faith not loving you with our whole heart and strength and mind or our human and non-human neighbours as ourselves, for you call us to fairness and justice. Turn us 
from fear and mistrust and free us to imagine a life reconciled to the earth and all creatures through the good news of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Leviticus 25 verses 13 to 17. In this year of Jubilee, you shall return every one of you to your property. When you make a sale to your neighbour or buy from your neighbour, you shall not cheat one another. When you buy from your neighbour, you shall pay only for the number of years since the Jubilee. The seller shall charge you only for the remaining crop years. If the years are more, you shall increase the price. And if the years are fewer, you shall diminish the price. For it is a certain number of harvests that are being sold to you. You shall not cheat one another, but you shall fear your God, for I am the Lord your God. Imagine a world where trade is fair, where we don't feel cheated by others, and where the price which is paid reflects the reality of what is being bought on the ground. 
Imagine a world whose economics are not based on a ceaseless grasping after more and the exploitation of the earth, its creatures and each other that that invites, but based instead on a respect for God, our creator, and the way he intends us to live justly and equitably together. Harvest gives us space to reimagine our world being like that. Harvest reminds us that God creates us to live together in unity and care. Harvest invites us to bring this sense of jubilee into our lives. Let us pray. Jesus, who raised the dead to life, help us to find ways to renew what we have broken, damaged and destroyed in nature and in human relationships. Help all those who are working to find solutions to damage and decay. Strengthen those who peaceably strive for positive change. Bless those who use their gifts of imagination to enable worship and service to flourish. Give hope to those dedicated to cultivate a hopeful future. Amen. Take a few moments for our own prayers. And particularly today, pray for all those in political leadership nationally and locally, that their policies and decisions are in line with God's priorities. With the worldwide church, we pray for the province of the Episcopal Church of Sudan under the leadership of Archbishop Ezekiel Kumir Kondo. For all God's people there, who partner with the people of God in the Diocese of Leeds, for whom we also pray, and for each other. We pray for those in ill health, naming Joan Robson, Jane Lodge, Peter Reed, Ian Woodburn and Diana Davis, and others in a moment of quiet now. And we remember those who have died in God's love and care, Barry Carter and others on our hearts today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of creation, whose glory is around and within us, open our eyes to your wonders that we may serve you with reverence and know your peace at our lives end through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Fill your hearts with joy and gladness. Sing your praise, your God and mine.
and our blessing. May God, who established the dance of creation, who marveled at the lilies of the field, who transforms chaos to order, lead us to transform our lives and the church to reflect God's glory in creation and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon us and remain with us now and always. Amen.